All right, and welcome back to another episode of the Perspective Podcast. Uh, this is NBA Finals Edition. Uh, I'm joined by my co-host, Tevin. What's good? How you feeling, bro? Feeling good. Feeling real good after these finals, bro. It was, it was entertaining. I feel, I feel, I'm good and ready to talk about it. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Bucks and six, and here I am with the Bucks hat on. Like, it's not it, – it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Uh, I hated on the Bucks all year, uh, and I – for a couple of years now, so – uh yeah bro so bucks ended up winning this thing in six uh i had sons in seven you had sons in six was it i did i thought i picked did i i don't know i don't remember i don't know but but <laughs> i mean i know i know i definitely had sons in seven but here we are bucks are champions uh they ended up coming well it was a it was a 2-0 deficit going back to milwaukee bucks ripped off four straight and I mean, what what else is there really to say? Like Giannis just went absolutely nuts. So uh, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and, and open up with those opening statements. So so what's up? What are some of your takeaways from the from this year's finals? Uh, unexpected finals for sure. Right, it was unexpected. Um, definitely want to give a shout out to the Bucks. First time they won in fifty years. It was actually a fiftieth anniversary that they uh since they won the championship. Um, it was a good series. And even though I think I did pick the Suns just because I wanted the CP3 to win. Uh, but looking back at it, it played out how it was supposed to, how it was supposed to play out. Um, the best player was just unguardable. <laughs> so Absolutely. if you got the best player and he unguardable and he got a and he get just enough help, like it's pre- you pretty much gonna win the game. And <laughs> So when you get high percentage shots by Giannis and Middleton and Holiday, Middleton and Holiday playing, well, Middleton playing more consistently than Holiday. Excellent. And then they got some timely shots from people like Connaughton who made, I think he made six threes one game or five threes one game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby Portis who came up big the last game. And then one of those games when he came in with a lot of energy. Yep. PJ playing good defense. Like the books, the better they finally got over the hump and finally executed a game plan that we've been, I guess, waiting to see for like the last two years. Yeah. But that two years is pretty much the development time that Giannis needed to go through all that to get to the, become the player that he is now because he, everybody's talking about some, oh, he needs a jump shot, he needs this. I'm like, no. He, what he did was he made his strength his strength. <laughs> and he just took advantage of it. He was like, I'm tall, long, I can jump, and I can run. So I'm just getting as close to the goal as possible and shoot from right there every single time. Like, And so then he stepped up big time last game, made, made 16 free throws out of 18, which crazy, which I, I don't know what happened in them two days off, but Ben needs to go talk to him and be like, hey, bro, like what you did, like, because I need to know like what you on. I'm trying hey, to get like you. Right, because technically they could be the same player. Honestly, could Ben just do exactly what Giannis do, but another time for another day. Another day. Um, yeah. So, so the Bucks did their thing. Suns, it was it was a good ride. It was good to see CP3 get there. We saw a whole bunch of new emerging young talent from the Suns. Um, and I just feel like came up short because they obviously number one didn't have an answer for an uh, individual answer for Giannis. But also, number two, I think 
Monty, surprisingly, I don't know if he got out coach, but he didn't make certain adjustments that might could have helped him better guard Giannis and possibly, you know, get the dub in this series. So, um, let me go talk about that later. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to kick it back to you and let you uh, – what what your thoughts about it? So, uh, I, I kind of echo those same things. Um, I'm, I give credit to the Bucks because they definitely got job done, got the job done overall. Um, I feel like every single series they played, what, they beat Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? They beat Brooklyn in an incredible game seven, overtime game seven. Uh, KD's foot isn't on the line. Maybe this is a whole different story. Who knows? Well, of course, if KD's foot is on the line, you know, things may go a little bit different. But sometimes that's some of the things that you need. They uh, went through, they had to beat a, a tough Hawks team, especially after Giannis went down uh, with that with that nasty knee injury. Uh, and then just bringing it back to the finals, they did lose uh, those first two games. Giannis didn't look like himself in game one. But, of course, as the series went on, he, it looks like he got healthier on that knee, which that knee injury is just nuts. Like, I don't that, that I don't know. That really just, like, it's even hard to even look at. But right. it's hard to comprehend how the heck he didn't tear his whole leg off of this. Huh? Right, bro. Like, he it bent forward, and, yeah, it's, it's just nuts. But credit to the Bucs. Uh, credit, credit to Chris Middleton. Uh and to your point about Drew Holiday, it looked like Drew Holiday had had money on the Suns. <laughs> like, Bruh, I said the same thing one night. I said like, he gotta be, I like he gotta be betting against himself. So he he played the spread. He betted the spread one night. That four for twenty night, and then a four oh for nineteen. God, bro. the four for twenty was the four for twenty was one of the worst games I ever seen a point guard play. Honestly. Yes, yeah, and so you know what I'm saying. It looked like Drew Holiday definitely had money on on him on you know on on the Suns. Um, but you know to his credit as well. He had Devin Booker in like the torture chamber, like uh, up the floor from, and even like he literally guarded like ninety four feet. Even Chris Paul, ninety four feet, like guarded them both. You know what I'm saying? Up the floor, that definitely affected them. Uh, the game when Book had forty points, he had forty points on thirty three shots. You know what I'm saying? And and Drew was guarding him the majority of that that game. Um, but yeah, credit to Giannis. You know, I know I've said it plenty of times. Uh, I'm sick of the the full steam to the rim, but it's unguardable. Uh, the the drive to the rim with the euro or the spin move, I hate it, but it's unguardable. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I I really do feel like the Bucks they just ended up being the better team. Uh, a lot of this in that time frame too, I saw bits of immaturity from Devin Devin Booker as well, which is part of that evolution, part of growing. You know what I mean? Um, especially some of those dumb fouls that he, he committed. Uh, and then just a lot, a lot of bad shot taking. Uh, we, you can go back to game five when he dribbled into the triple team. Uh, when he ha- actually had like two or three opportunities before he even went to the rim and got that deep in the paint to pull up. Um, but yeah, uh, credit to the Bucks. They really just, they really just got the job done. I can't believe coach Bud gets to keep his job. Uh, by winning the NBA championship, <laughs> by winning the championship, when he was on the chopping block, like he was next to go. Uh, so, uh, just credit to them and, and credit to Chris Middleton. I want to give him some flowers too. Uh, some notes from Chris Middleton. Uh, game one, he had twenty nine. It was a losing effort, but he had twenty nine. Game four, he had a forty piece. Game five, he had a big twenty nine. So, uh, 
yeah, credit credit to Chris Middleton, and he and he knocked down a lot of clutch shots for Big for, shots. The Bucks, for the Bucks as well. So, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I got there, just for uh service level there. So, uh, James Harden comments. Uh, is that is that we want to get to that right now, or, or we want to we want to wait? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we can. So we talking about since we already discussed like Yandas what he was doing, <laughs> the few things he did do. Yes. Um, Go ahead. Oh yeah. So I guess everybody, you know, everybody talking about Harden. I mean, said Giannis is pretty much just tall with no skill, and um, to a certain extent, I. Do agree, I agree? He's tall, but the skill I would say he isn't. He's not as skilled as people think he is. Like he got a couple good moves, but like as far as his, his ball handling, not really that good. He don't he don't shoot well at all, pretty much. Um, he don't have different a lot of different ways to like you know attack on offense but i'm like the few the few things he do he does do like you can't guard it so his skill is pretty much knowing his his game like his skill set like he like all right i'm not the best shooter i'm not the best dribbler but i can get to my spot like as long as i get to my spot i'm straight so with skill with Giannis, i really don't even to me how his size makes some of his skills like you don't need certain skills just because you talk because you talk like right. we like Shaq wasn't dribbling the ball Tim Duncan wasn't going between the legs and behind the back and like that and he the same height pretty much to both of them so his job is to like people want everybody to be like Kevin Durant and LeBron and I'm like everybody like them that was a different them outlier you shouldn't be six eight six nine dribbling like that or seven feet like that's an outlier. Yeah. Your tall behind should be right by the goal, laying it up, dunking on people's head. And he was like, you know what? This is an easy shot, and it's two points. Like, you can still win. And they sh- they showed us this year, and the Lakers last year showed us, you can win by pretty much going big. Like, you, everybody don't have to shoot threes. Everybody don't right. have to, you know, do the pick and roll, high pick and roll, come down, shoot threes and all that. Now you can win inside out. You just got to make shots sometimes. And Giannis' best skill is num- his number one is effort on both ends. Like, because mm, I know it's a cliche to say nobody play harder than this person, that person, but it's hard to find somebody who gives as much effort on both ends as Giannis. So nice. that's his, that's to me, that's a skill. It, your effort is like a, a skill, but that's a skill. So I get that to him, but I mean, homie, he right as far as like the dribbling and all that stuff. But look, if you can't guard stop me from dunking, I don't care what I don't care what you're talking about. Like, like I said, Shaq wasn't the most skilled, but you couldn't guard him. So it is what it is. And um, I mean, I just want my dog Harden to get a ring too. Though. I was I'm kind of sad he ain't got one yet. You know, he wanted the last few superstars without one. So uh, yeah, but they gonna get there next year. But um, yeah, man, Giannis just took his game to a whole nother level. Uh, mentally, this this series, yeah, absolutely, and and really just throughout the whole playoffs, like the the struggles from the free throw line, like the crowd chanting at him, you know what I'm saying, like the crowds, all the other crowds getting on him, you know what I'm saying, uh, mm-hmm. with the counts, um, 
And even like you saw early in the playoffs, like late in the season or and early in the playoffs, he was shooting a lot of threes to, to your point. You know what I'm saying? He was shooting a lot of threes, a lot of jump shots, a lot of corner shots, a lot of top of the key jumpers. Like a lot of that was happening, but it, somebody on the coaching staff pulled him aside or either he just took a look at his game. He made those adjustments. Yes. He and James's comments was, uh, what he does just being seven feet tall, just going to the rim doesn't take much skill, but maybe those, maybe those, those moves are unguardable. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like he's Joel Embiid is, is an outlier too. You know what I'm saying? To be seven feet, to handle the rock to now he doesn't handle the rock like KD, but he's seven feet. He shoots, he shoots the three pretty well. He shoots jump shots pretty well. He shoots free throws pretty well, you know what I'm saying? And, and Embiid has a series of moves, you know what I'm saying? But Giannis has a, is a more athletic person. So if your athleticism gets you those dubs and gets you success, I don't see why anybody should change. Hence at Russell Westbrook, not a good shooter at all, but he has a lot of his success off of, to your point, effort, uh, effort and then just his athleticism. And now Russ isn't who he used to be due to those knee surgeries and everything in between, but his athleticism is something that you just can't, you can't deny that. You know what I mean? So, so uh, yeah. And even to some of your other points about Giannis as well, Giannis just had some, some monster stat stat lines here. And I'll just kind of uh, go over those in game one, when they lost, he played 35 minutes, 20 points, 17 rebounds on a bad knee. Uh, game two, 42 points, 12 rebounds. Uh, game three, 41 points, 13 rebounds. Game one, two, three, four. Uh, game four, uh, 43, 43 points, 20, 26, 43 minutes, 26 points, 14 rebounds. Five, a 30 piece and nine boards. And the close our game, a 50 piece. That fifty piece plus uh fourteen, and I think he had like four four blocks, five, block. five blocks, yeah. And he just had he was it was the the full series for him was just like a highlight reel, you know what I mean? From the uh the alley oop to pretty much seal the game in game five, uh to the block that he had uh on Aiden, and we're gonna talk about how Aiden wet the bed you know what i'm saying like <laughs> like uh, like in this series like Giannis just yeah you could tell you could tell he just kind of took that bad lunch but yeah. uh <laughs> um but yeah Giannis just it's it's that coming of age you know what i'm saying kind of like with trey young and devin booker and this is Giannis coming of age and he's accomplished like he's accomplished um defensive players of the years mvps championship ring finals mvp uh all nba player like all-star, like, what more? You know what I'm saying? What more could you really ask for? I want to say the only award, the only NBA award he doesn't have is a rookie of the year. That's the only NBA award he don't have, and obviously a gold medal. But I'm like, everybody that didn't play only LeBron, I mean only Jordan, Olajuwon, and him. Can say they got all got all the awards. I got MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Finals MVP. Uh, like then the only three people out of everybody that played, even though LeBron was supposed to have Defensive Player of the Year when Marcus Hall won it, but um, yeah, Bron like, shouldn't have had that Rookie of the Year either. But you know, 
Actually, Who said who won it? That should have went to Melo that year. Man, That's Cleveland. me. Pers- personal opinion. <laughs> personal opinion. I mean, Melo did get to the playoffs, but Cleveland was so garbage before he got there. Like, he couldn't make the playoffs that first year with that team. Like, Eric, Eric Snow and Jeff McGinnis is shooting jump shots on a consistent basis. And there and the young Carlos Boozer and Darius Miles, they was hating. Them. First of all, they was first of all if Ricky Davis. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead, Ricky Davis. <laughs> if you if you go back and listen to the go back and listen to all the interviews when LeBron got drafted, they was talking about some oh a rookie can't do this, a rookie not gonna be the leader of the team, and like he gonna have to show us blah blah blah. I'm like, bro, he was the best person on the team when he was at Ohio when he was in high in school. High school, he, he was better than all y'all. So I don't even nothing they had to say. So yeah, bro, like it's ridiculous. Back to Giannis, right? Just keep it on Giannis. Ricky, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Ricky, Ricky Davis said, "Yeah, LeBron is here to help me." Boy, if you, <laughs> if you <laughs> no, no, he right. He was there to help him get to the playoffs because Ricky could would not go. He's gonna they're gonna have the first round, the number one pick next year, and he after that, and he after that. So yeah, yeah, back to Giannis. Back, back to Giannis. Yeah, yeah back, to Giannis. Back, to the, back to the man now, Mister Fifty Piece. Uh, Mister Fifty Piece M- Mini. Yeah, uh, 50, yeah, man, this dude is master troll. <laughs> Oh, he loved it. He, he loved it. I love I love that he like just taking it all in. I'm like, look, because when we look down the line, unless you're really breaking it down, nobody gonna be like, well, this team was hurt, that team was hurt, that team was hurt, this was team hurt. Because like I don't remember no other year where I can think of like I don't remember any years where we were like, oh, Jordan won because such and such was hurt, Shaq won because Duncan was hurt, blah blah blah. Like, nah, nobody they just gonna see Giannis, NBA champion, NBA MVP, the 20, what year this is, 2021. So um, he just, yeah, like he just dominated mentally. He took took his game to a, a whole nother level, and he just 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 dominated like high, like just dominated like nothing I ain't seen in a long, long time. Facts, facts. Giannis definitely uh took his game to another level. You know what I'm saying, and just had that evolution. Uh, and then uh, who knows? You know what I'm saying. I mean, Milwaukee's not a, a quote quote attractive city like that, but uh. You never know. Other other people may buy in. You know what I'm saying, and just uh, come up there just to come hope. Because I mean, especially shooters. Yeah, exactly. Because he don't mind pass. Like he, even though he do all that, he don't mind passing the ball. Facts. So they might. It's it's gonna be some shooters that be like, you know what? I, I he's a likable guy, and they're like, you know, I can I can play with that. I mean, even though I don't, they ain't gonna live it. The thing is, living in Milwaukee is not the team. It's it's not the young. It's not the players. It's the city. They don't want to live in Wisconsin, which I I ain't never been there, but I, from what I've heard, I don't blame. Man, listen, the the people that I do know from Milwaukee is Wisconsin. They move south, and they move south for a reason. So they, <laughs> like, and they stay. Yeah, they stay. They don't really go back like that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, who knows? One of the bitches may uh, end end up up there, like Shaq say. You know, anybody with the last name bitch, they shoot they shoot the rock. So you never <laughs> right. know. Like one of them may may end up over there. You know what I'm saying? But they they could definitely you know use use some other help. Uh, White Dante he'll be back next year. Yes, uh, sir. So, so and White White Dante got a ring. That's crazy. Uh, but you know so uh, they'll they'll be back. You know what I'm saying? Do I do I think that they'll repeat? Mm, don't don't think so. I give them I give them a 25 percent chance. The more that I've thought about it, uh, because Brooklyn is going to be yeah, Brooklyn will be back one way or another. Uh, Philly, Philly will be back one way or another. Uh, plus, the Lakers are going to do something. You know what I'm saying? The Lakers just not going to do nothing. But 
they gonna they gonna retool one way or another. So uh, I just don't see Milwaukee repeating. Um, maybe I'm hating once again. Who knows? But uh, I just don't see them repeating. Like, what what, what you think? Thought, thoughts on them getting back to the ship? Um, no. <laughs> First of all, no more. If Kyrie, if if Kyrie or James was healthy, either one of them, they was getting destroyed. They were getting, they were losing. Cause for game one, didn't they get blew out the water by uh? They got blew out the water by the Knicks, and that's when all three, and that's when all three of them played. Well, just Kyrie and um, Durant played because Harden got hurt. hurt in the opening. Yeah, minutes. so Brooklyn, I feel like Brooklyn is definitely head and shoulders above anybody else in the East. Cause like them three right there can't be guarded, especially when they're healthy. Um. And that's that's the problem I think they're gonna run into with Brooklyn. Like they can be, I think they can be anybody else. Philly, we don't know what B they're gonna do with the Ben and B situation. Uh Atlanta, too little. Like I think they're just too little. And um, who else is in the East that's even good decent? Toronto, they gonna they kind of rebuilding. Yeah, they rebuilding. So they ain't ready. Um really the only other team is is Boston, Brooklyn. Oh, okay, and Boston. Yeah. Now Boston is interesting, but they got a new coach. They got to find them a point guard. They have to stay healthy with Brown and um and Williams and get deeper and get some size. So I think right now I will put Milwaukee as the second best team in the East. But I think that with when Brooklyn's healthy, they're just too good. Like they just head and shoulders above all of them over there, even Milwaukee with Giannis. Cause like, I, cause like, how we seen, we saw that Giannis a great defender, but he don't want no parts of KD. Not none nobody, of that. None of that. And nobody <laughs> talking, and nobody talk about that. But I see it. I watch the games. He ain't never gone. They had PJ Tuck on him. I'm like, this is a defensive player of the year, though. Nah, give him the Tuck. I'm like, exactly okay. right. The only person on the other team that's the same size and same height is this. We gonna, but we gonna put Tucker on him and let Tucker get fifty dropped on him in the game seven. Giannis didn't even he, Giannis wasn't even help side defense. Like nope. he took he held the cor- the opposite corner down. <laughs> like, yeah, Bruce, he, got, he would have gotten Bruce Brown and um I don't even know who else they had on the on the squad. Brady, Joe Blake Griffin. Yeah, he over there guarding Joe Harris. Like um, yeah, I don't think their repeat chances are that high. But if they do even get back to the finals, I'm not gonna say I'd be surprised. It would just take an effort from another effort like that from Giannis, and also like Middleton and Holiday have to stay at a high level. Like Holiday can't even be up and down like how he was these playoffs. Because he one game he looked like one of the best two way players in the league. Next game I was like, this boy don't know shot selection for nothing. Right. So um, yeah, I'm not too big on the Bucks repeat. I definitely don't see the see the Bucks repeating at all, and and another thing, you know, what I'm saying to your point, it's like uh that, that coaching that coaching matchup. Like, I don't, it's I can name multiple coaches that are just better than Coach Bud. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> it's I can I can rattle off a few before I even get to Coach Bud. Like, like, and I just don't I don't see this happening again. And and another thing you you mentioned about how nobody's going to mention an asterisk or none of that like nobody is like nobody mentioned that asterisk thing whenever it was the lockout season and, and the heat won the championship that year like you know what i'm saying or or the lockout years whenever the bulls won like oh when duncan won yeah or, his or, first yeah. one 
exactly like nobody ever mentions those things so and about player injuries and all that stuff i mean it's a part of the game this was a express season it definitely was uh for the nba to get back on their regular calendar track but uh yeah i just don't i don't think the they'll repeat i think uh i think if coach bud i'll tell you this much if, if coach bud has i don't know uh a bad year and a and a, another half year uh because it's it's not just you know, how long do you think a championship buys you time? Like in today's NBA, like how long do you really think a championship buys you time? Oh, uh, I guess it depends. Cause like honestly, I think Vogel, if he they don't win, I think if Vogel don't win this year, I think he gone. So I guess I would say about you two years, maybe I say maybe two. Well, the Laker expectations are totally different because Lakers have unreal expectations. So, and they live in fantasy land, literally. You're right. So the books, but just I say, I say um, maybe maybe three years, maybe three. Probably yeah, he probably get three years. Giannis is only what twenty seven. Yeah. So when he's thirty, that probably yeah. So probably three years. Yeah. So. That's uh that's pretty much all that I have there. Really, there on on the books there you. Are we moving on to the Suns? Are we on to uh, what you think? Oh, yeah. Let's look at Phoenix side of the uh, story. All right. So on the Phoenix side of things, um, my biggest disappointments here, I have two big disappointments here, uh, starting with DeAndre Aiden. Uh, he played Anthony, Anthony Davis was hurt in round one. So you kind of got a pass, kind of. Uh, but he did. He still played well in round one. Um, round two, whenever they played against the Nuggets, he had a really great series. And I thought he was, you know, that he definitely did take his game to another level. Um, and then round three, just uh, I think he pretty much was the difference maker uh, there. And he was well, he was definitely a big part of taking out the Clippers there. So and then just to get to the finals there and just kind of uh, revert, you know what I mean? Um, after Chris Paul's comments, like, yeah, DeAndre, he about to get it back, da 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 everything between, like, his from that comment forward, his game regressed. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, big disappointment number two is is, is Chris Paul. Um, yes, he may be hurt. His hand may be messed up. I don't want to hear it. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to hear it. Chris Paul, he had a uh, – if you're an MVP candidate, like he was, in my opinion, he was. Um you can't you can't just have bad games like that. You can't not multiple games like this. Like you've worked your entire career to get here, your entire career to get here, and then you just he just dropped he literally just dropped the ball. Uh, he had a major turnover. I think that was game three. Mm-hmm. Uh, a major turnover that that really, I think from that point forward, like the wind was out of the sun's sun sails from that point. So what was that those, game four? Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm not too sure. I think. I think that was no. That was game three. That was game okay. three uh, where he had the turnover because game three was also the block. If I oh yeah. Correctly. But uh, the block. But uh, yeah. So uh, I'm. I'm disappointed in Chris Paul. I figured he would have showed up a bit more. I should. I figured he would have, you know, really took control of the reins. But I don't know. I guess once again, Drew Holiday had him in the in the torture chamber as well. So on defense. So uh, that that's what I. That's what I do have right there. Devin, Devin Booker, I'm, I still can't believe he drove in the paint and got into that triple team. Coach Monty figured he would have been better. 
Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, oh, and just a, just a quick note, Devin Booker is the first uh, player in finals history to have back-to-back 40-point games and lose both of those games. Uh, so that is just uh, – wow. That's, <laughs> that's just another note. So uh, I figured Coach Monty would out-coach out Coach Bud. So you know how I feel about Bud. So that's what I got. Yeah, so my uh, my biggest takeaway was – was I was money leaving DeAndre one on one on defensively leaving DeAndre one on one with no help. I'm like, I'm like his. I guess his strategy was to let Giannis get his, but I'm like, he's getting his way too easy. Sure. And while he's getting his, he putting your big your big man in foul trouble. So you need to make an adjustment. I'm like, I don't. I'm like, from what what I would have done as a coach. All right, Deion. If I I got a single level up with DeAndre, that's fine. I mean, well, uh, yeah, DeAndre, that's fine. But I'm doubling. I'm bringing the help. I'm bring. I'm doubling off of number one, PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker, the worst. He just out of all the shooters on this team, he the worst one. So I'm like, I've got to. I'm like, if somebody got to be left open, got to be him. I'm doubling off him. Off his man, I'm doubling off his man, and we rotate late to him every single time. Every time, I don't care what happens. I'm like, we doubling the closest person gonna double, and we rotating from PJ. Like, whoever guarding him, if they if they make a pass, leave him. He PJ Tucker would have to make 10 threes every game in order for me to like respect it. Yeah. He got to make 10 threes every single game. I'm like, I'm only, the only way I'm losing is P.J. Tucker scored 35. I'm not losing by Giannis going 50 at the, at the rim. I'm not doing it. I'm losing with P.J. Tucker shooting threes. That's what I would have done. I'm like, I'm leaving P.J. Tucker and giving help off him. Uh, and secondly, like, he had Aiden. I'm giving Aiden a little – I'm giving Aiden kind of a pass, even though he had some good games. But like, he, was, he wasn't expected to be what he was in the, in the first rounds anyway, in the couple, first couple rounds anyway. Everything he did was like gravy. Like it was like, oh, DeAndre Aiden, we do got him too. But it was like gravy on the top of the situation. He wasn't one of the main reasons you factors you was looking at, you know, that was gonna do something. But they could have used the money, could have used them better instead of just having them picking and rolling, like put them down on the block. Right. Set some down, set some um some some down screens or some bad screens or what it, some switches from or whatever, like to get him shots at the goal. Because I'm like, if Giannis going, I'm trying to get Giannis in foul trouble. Thank the, you. The only way you're gonna win is if Giannis not in the game. So we got to do some stuff to get him out of the game and off his rhythm. So as a coach, that's what I would have did. The offense, offensively, and um, yeah, I think sometimes he tried no. He yeah, like because he let Bud off the hook for some terrible decisions Bud made. One time when he went small, Mamani went small with uh Crowder and uh Craig for some odd reason, Bud subbed out his size and put small people in. He put like Forbes or Teague in and Connington. I'm like, dude, like, like you was just dominating with all your big people in the game. He took his big man out of the game. Why are you taking your bigs out when the people are getting smaller? And Monty let him off the hook a couple of times with it. And uh, I think I think Payne should have probably paid more. 
Absolutely. Because he was put, because Chris Paul, like, yeah, he's controlling it, but Holiday was in him. Yeah. So they needed somebody to push the pace. Like, if they get a rebound to push it so they can score, you know, without the defense being set, and they wouldn't get that many transition buckets as a team that's a- as athletic as they are on the wing with uh, Booker and Bridges and Johnson and Payne. Like, they don't, they, they ain't get enough fast break points for me. So, that's probably I'm putting a lot of blame on Monty because I was like he could have done some stuff to make it harder. Yeah. And um, Chris Paul, I think he just I don't say he ran out of gas, but he had to do it for that team to win that series. He would have had to do he had to do a lot. And I don't think at 36, because he, he had just did it in the Clippers series against the Clippers, I don't know if he he couldn't do it again against a team a more a, a more athletic bigger team he only six feet he can only do so much so uh and he's 36 now they did all that celebrating against the clippers because they they knew they some deep down inside they knew like this team different than the clippers because the clippers missing they was missing their best players so they had to win that and and they have no bigs either anyway so you're gonna eat on inside against them yeah so uh, now a younger chris paul probably could have Young Chris Paul, they probably would have won it honestly, because he was too—he was just too fast back then. But now at his age, he's not fast enough, and he can't keep up the pace, that speed, that pace enough to wear down on Holiday. So Holiday was kind of semi chilling on defense, even though he picked them up like seventy-five, like three fourths of the way on, you know, on the floor. So um, I'm putting a lot on Monty, um, and the role players just. Like Phoenix Young, yeah. Bridges, Bridges and Cam, like that's that's everybody first. It's everybody first finals, yeah. <laughs> except Jay Crowder. Except Jay. So like, yeah, and the bench is what the bench ain't deep. They two, they three deep on the bench, and they have no size really. So um, things they they wasn't they're supposed to lose. If we looking at it, if we look at it like. A total perspective. If you really look at it, like they wasn't supposed to win that finals. They they wouldn't even got there if AD wasn't hurt. Number one, they wouldn't got there the first round. Yeah. So, um, but they did. They got there. They tried. They didn't do certain stuff that could have gave them a better chance to win. And um, I guess now we probably talk about like what this means for them for the future. Like, what do they do now? Like, what do they do with Chris Paul? Uh, who do they pay? Do they need to get somebody like in order for them to be back next year? Um, so in reference to their future, um, question number one Do you think campaign is, is a starting point guard in this league? No, sir. Agreed. All right, so do you think that he's their, their six man, their guaranteed six man for next year, regardless if if he's back like with oh. that team or not? He was talking about like would anybody come off the bench before him? Yeah. It's tough because it all depends on what they do with Cam Johnson. Yep. Yep. Because like, I think I think he is the key. Like I think I think he is their their real six man. Um and then yeah. to uh I'll we talked about a trade scenario earlier, but I'll I'll let you you know speak on your trade scenario. Okay. Uh, but I don't. I think they do move on from Chris Paul because I, I how I, the things that I that I've read, like 
Chris wants to get like paid, paid, like again. And I'm never going to be mad at nobody for trying to get their bread, like never. But with a young core and you going to pay dump X amount of dollars, I don't know. I think I think the report was like 40, 40 mil or more that he's looking for. He won't. I think he won't. I think he won't. Four years, 120. Oh, for, yeah, like he won't like four years, 120. Or he will take, I think, three years, 100. I can't do that. Whenever I, whenever I know I got to pay Aiden, whenever I know I'm trying to add to other pieces around Aiden and book, like I can't. I can't, I can't do that. Not me. Right. But not at 30, not at 36, Chris Paul. And boy, 37. He better be 37 soon. Right. So I, I can't do that. You know what I mean? So um I don't know, bro. I mean, now as far as as far as the, the Suns core going forward, do you take that group of uh Book, Aiton, uh the guys that really played well, uh Cam Johnson campaign, um and and bridges, of course, um, they have something really good there. Like they really do have something good there, and I think that they are a team to compete in the West uh, for the next four years at least. You know what I'm saying? Regardless yeah. of, of how things go, the Suns are going to be good for the next four years. So, um, I think if they were to to be able to just find another guard that can like really like push tempo, like if they can find somebody that can match campaign campaign's type of energy off the bench because to your point when campaign comes into the game like their whole energy just changes like they up the floor you know what i'm saying they up and down and also he had a huge role in beating denver and a huge role in taking out um he he had an impact whenever he played against the lakers, the lakers. Like, yeah. yeah he had a really good impact against both of those teams to the clippers not so much but uh, against those first two round matchups, he definitely did his thing. So I think if they were to be able to find another point guard that can match his type of energy, but at, at a starter level, they'll they'll be in, in, in a really really good spot. They'll be in a really good spot. So uh, their future is bright. So like as an owner or manager, I'm not I'm not giving Chris Paul no long term deal. He getting two years max for me, and if he don't, then I'm moving on. Uh. If I was them, my first thing would be to, if they don't sign, re-sign Chris Paul, I'm going after Lonzo because I think he would fit perfectly. They like to push the tempo. He, that's what he want to do, push the tempo. He passed first. He got Booker on the wings, Bridges, Johnson, Aiden Hill, get all in the ball. Danny making threes now and free throws. So, uh, and he play defense, on-ball defense. And you need somebody that's going to guard ball handlers now in the league. So, um, that would be my first call. And then, honestly, the second one, I don't know. I don't know how if it will work, but I would. If I was them, I would try out Porzingis. I would try Porzingis eight lineup. I don't know. I would want to start them um, together, and but if I if I feel like if they can't, then gotta bring them out the bench. But I don't know if he'll want to come out the bench because he didn't did this. He didn't had a couple, you know, real good years in the league. Yeah. So um, and he's still kind of young, but um, I would young. honestly, I would honestly try it because if the Suns want to get back, they need to be have some size because you got to go against the Lakers. I think the Clippers might get; they're gonna be better, so they might get bigger. The Jazz are big up front, so you need somebody. You just need size now to help Aiden with the rebound. And plus, if you get to the finals, that's somebody. It, say you face Giannis again, that's somebody who can be a help defender. Or even a, maybe a primary defender, and you let Aiden be the help. 
and there's just a bigger, taller body. I know he's not physical or nothing, but with that length and that size, like that's still hard to shoot over. And he also on the offense, he makes it so much easier because he stretches the floor, which will leave uh Aiden down low one on one and also get Booker and anybody else in the driving lane. So that's that's something I would look into if I'm Phoenix. And then that's a team you can have for another couple of years. And like you can get because you and you can get Porzingis low right now because his value is real low. And Lonzo, depending on what kind of pitch you can make to him, he might be like he might not be looking to get that super bag just yet because he know he he know he worth some money right now. Absolutely. But you pitch it to him right, he might not try to knock you over the head for for his servicing. So and then you could keep Cam off the bench. You can keep campaign off the bench. Cam Johnson, it's depend. Like you might, I guess, you bring him off the bench, or you can even start him in place of Crowder because I think they're gonna let Crowder go sooner or later. Because um, because Cam Johnson just a better player. He like, he need PT. Then you got Tory Craig who can do some of the same stuff he do. So um, I think Phoenix they in a good situation. But if they do want to, if they do want to keep Paul though, they still gonna have to make. They're gonna have to make they gotta get bigger. They gotta get a real four man that can help Aiden down there or even get him a better backup because Kaminsky he's an, he's I mean he's an NBA player, but if I'm trying to win a championship, I need a, I need a better talented big behind Aiden because Aiden he's also five prone uh five prone. Right. <laughs> so I need I need something better. I need man. something better than Sarge and, and Kaminsky off the bench. Right, like for for an eight nine person, you know what I'm saying? Like because I mean, uh, your bench players is Payne Johnson, either order, whatever you want to go. Then mm-hmm. you got Craig, obviously. Then your nine, your ninth person has got to be better than Sarich or Kaminsky. You know what I mean? So, and that right. that pick that pick game would be sick. Like they pick and roll, pick and pop, however you want to do it. The roll mm-hmm. roller with Aiden, the pop with Przingis, because obviously he just don't like being in paint like that. Now. It would that would be sick, like you know. So I, I'm, I like that. I like that right. idea. Like, that's what, that's what I would try. That's what I would honestly try to do. If Paul ain't willing to take two years, I don't think I can do three because I can't be paying a forty year old thirty million dollars that's only six feet tall and not as fast as he used to be and can't jump like and ain't got the athleticism. Like he not LeBron, he not KD, he not Giannis. Like somebody like that, you could take a chance on that for you. Cause they still tall, they still big, <laughs> but some a little six foot guard. Like I seen Steve Nash get paid when he was forty, and it, it was a, him and Jason Kidd, and it was two of the worst things I ever seen in my life. Right. It's a forty year old point guard. How would you feel if he's still short? But how would you feel if Kimba ended up there? Nope. Because cause I, I don't yeah because I don't I don't see him with the Thunder. Like I don't see him. He he not go. He's. That somebody he gonna get traded somewhere else. He might end up somewhere like San Antonio or something. I don't know what Kim will go go because I don't know what his game. He Race not enough. Yeah, I don't know he because he, he's not as good as Chris Paul. He don't shoot it consistently enough. He don't play. Good he defense. don't play defense. Ain't really athletic. Not a great passer. So I don't even know what his game. I think he might as a point guard. I feel like he's just gonna get phased out. He kind of like he's kind of like in that Jeff T mode now. Like he's not as bad as Jeff T, but like how Jeff T, his style of play kind of he was good for a little while, and then kind of just slowly he was like, "Dang, T, not a starter no more." And then now he 
Now he looks sometimes he looks terrible when he even went in the game. So I think the Kemba that scoring small point guard that can't really shoot it from three that good. You shoot it okay, but I think his type of game is getting kind of phased out with all the deep shooters we got with all the good three point shooters and the the youth that's at point guard now and the size. Yeah, yeah, especially with the youth, uh, the youth, the youth there in the league. I think that that does it. That does it there. Kim was just kind of got pushed out the league, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see, uh, uh, just to see where where things go, uh, because I mean, uh, if anything, if it were me, I give Chris a, a one year deal. You said two. I would give him a one year deal. I'd run it back one more time just to see. Other than that. I can't do it. You know what I mean? Uh, that's that's where the bus would stop with, for me. But it's going to be interesting to see what the Suns do to uh, to keep this keep this momentum going. But they're they're definitely in position to be a good team for the next four years with the with the core that they have. So it's just going to be paying all. It's going once they pay they come up. It's going to be hard not when campaign. I mean Cam yeah campaign Cam Johnson and Bridges because somebody going to offer them more money. Like do you want to leave or do you want to be like you know what? I, we'd have tried it here. They'd be take my skills somewhere else, and maybe I can blossom into a better player, or I can go to maybe even a better team, a team with a better chance of winning. Yeah, just like every player does uh, that leaves New Orleans every time, every time. Well, turn into all stars every Instantly. single time. I, mean, I don't know, it's something going on there. But so, um, and to wrap up the the season, really, the the season is really just in great hands. I'm not just the season, but the league. There, there, it's in great hands. Uh, we mentioned it earlier a couple episodes ago, but the the league is just full of talent. You know what I'm saying? From and and we're we're accustomed to the Western Conference being um we're accustomed to the Western Conference being fully loaded, but it's now from the west to the east. You know what I'm saying? And like every single division has good talent. You know what I'm saying? Like the Hawks mm-hmm. are a better better team than expected. They're, I think the Grizzlies are are a way better team than what people predicted. The Warriors will be back next year, one way or another. Um, I read a report today that the Warriors they're actually looking into trying to get Bradley Bill. They're trying to do something with that number seven pick. Um, mm-hmm. so uh you, I sent you a screenshot today of uh with the the Blazers, the Blazers in the McCollum situation. Uh, but as far as like the young talent, like it's still fully loaded. Booker, Tatum, Giannis is young, uh Zion's young, Luca's young, uh Lonzo is, is growing into his own. Zach Levine, he's still in that. He's not old, but he's not young. You know what I'm saying? So he's kind of like, uh, I guess you could say an OG at this point, a veteran player um, at, at this point for show. Embiid, he's still young. Um, the the Just the feel around the New York Knicks, uh, what they got going on. Man. Brooklyn is exciting. Um, so Zion. Zion, yeah. yeah. And hopefully New Orleans gets that right with him. Please. Uh, you know what he, I'm saying? He's leaving. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. Got, he, got he yeah. leaving. Once your people mad and you ain't saying nothing about it, you, you leaving. Yeah, you told him to say that. One day. Yeah, like what your, yeah, your people are mad that you playing in the NBA, okay. Right. right. You, you mad. Yeah. So the I, NBA- think, I think I think it was more bad gunny though, than just oh yeah. I think it's more bad gunny, but that now that he's out the way, maybe hopefully this next coach they get it right and, and they get and they have him right. And salute to the Pelicans, hired a black coach. You know what I'm saying? They got uh, they got Willie Green off of the uh, the the Suns bench. It's, now is he officially hired, or yeah. they was just like in talks? Yeah, he's he's, he's in there. Yeah, he's okay. officially officially in there. 
So once again, uh, another black coach. Uh, they doing you know NBA's. You know, right? that's what I think. That's four out of the. I think there's like four out of the five that was open. Like for Carlisle, the only white coach that got a yeah. job. Yeah, the Celtics and got a black coach. New Orleans, Atlanta. Oh, the Wizards. They just got Unsell Jr. Wiz- Wizards oh, got. Was it the Wizards or the Magic? The Wizards. So that's thing. So all the coaching boy can see the seven one was still out black man. Yep. Uh, it looks like the, the league hey, is moving man. in the right direction. Hopefully, we're the taking, ne- we taking over. Then hopefully, the next step is us getting into those GM roles. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and salute, salute to James Jones. You know what I'm saying? The job that he did this year. So, uh, and so uh, just to kind of on the back end here of the show, uh, we got the Olympic team here, and my goodness, uh, it looked it looked terrible. It looked it looked really bad from from the go. Um, they lost to Nigeria, and they lost to Australia. Um, I watched the Nigeria game. It was just, it was pitiful. Uh, just seeing like the the effort, like the well, the lack of uh, out there. Nigeria hooped hard. I think I think they had like twenty two or like twenty three threes made in that game, um, which is ridiculous. And salute to Nigeria. They do have NBA players on their on their roster as well. But you know, uh, fortunately for us, it was well for Team USA. It was a uh, uh, these are exhibi- exhibition games that they lost, but uh, the competition kicks up real soon. The first game is uh, – the first official game is coming up. It's actually Saturday, the 30 – oh, no, I'm sorry, uh, Sunday, the 25th, uh, coming up. This this upcoming Sunday. So yeah. Against uh, France or Spain? France, yep. Okay, yeah. France, and then yeah. the second game would be Wednesday, the 28th. They play against Iran, and then – the 31st they have the Czech Republic so uh that's what they got but uh the the roster it's in it's like this uh boys is in and out COVID protocol Bradley Bill he's off the team uh he was replaced by uh Keldon Johnson of the San Antonio Spurs um and <laughs> yo man's uh, that's your man's. Uh, JaVel McGee is now on the team. <laughs> he is replacing Kevin Love. So, uh, as Kevin Love was just kind of like a question mark from the beginning, but <laughs> right. Uh, so, so, uh, what do you, what do you, and, and of course, Devin Booker, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday, they are joining the team, uh, I think today yeah. or either, uh, or Friday in, over there in Tokyo. So, uh, what, what are your, some of your thoughts there on the, this, uh, reshaped, uh, Team USA men's team? Uh, it was weird because I don't when they lost to Nigeria, like we lost to Nigeria, and then we lost to Australia. I'm like, dang, we lost to Australia. Like, what's going on? Um, I think they kind of just playing too many guys. Well, if we're looking at a real technical aspect of it, they playing too many guys who kind of do the same thing. So uh it's kind of hard to get a feel for it when like all of y'all kind of do the same exact thing. It's kind of hard to just put y'all together, but hey, play team basketball. Um so and, and then Right, and it's on short notice. And also, they they trying to play a big – they trying to play a quote-unquote big. I'm like, look, if you're struggling playing bigs, just outscore people. Put Kevin Durant at center and just have scores out there. Like, just – if you're struggling guarding centers, like, I'm like, so they can't guard him. Your state center, other team center can't guard him. And he's the same size as the, whoever got the center. So, I'm like, just, I'm like, just do that. Like, don't be trying to play a center or a – don't be trying traditional, to play Draymond Green. Traditional. Wow. Yeah. If you don't have to play Draymond Green, don't play him. If you don't have to play Bam, 
don't do it. Like, don't do it just because you need a power forward, center, small forward. No, 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 no. Kevin Durant, seven foot. He's a, he can play center. He does everything. He can play center. He can play point guard. He can play shooting guard. He can play all of it. So wherever you need size, just put him there and let him do that. And, uh, yeah, they just need to play together a little bit and not put too many people that do the same stuff on court. And also they don't have a point guard, real, a real pass first point guard. Like, they ain't coming in to get buckets. Every time. Um, so Draymond is technically the point guard, but him and Dane don't play together, so he don't. They don't know each other play, so they'd be messing stuff up. And um, yeah, that's what that's all I really think it is. Ain't nothing too big, too big. But once they they in practice a couple of days, they getting they getting all star players coming in now. Booker and uh, Middleton, so and Holiday, he played defense, so he's gonna be hounding people full court. So they'll be straight. We gonna, <laughs> he's definitely be straight. We gonna win. Um, as far as the center situation, uh, that's the biggest. I'm ashamed to say that the USA has like is that bad with center. Our best center is probably like honestly, Demarcus Cousins or Robert Williams or Mitchell Robinson. American like, people center. American center, and I know people be like, "Who the heck were those last two people?" They good players, but um, ain't no reason for us to, them to have to be called upon, right? <laughs> to possibly save USA, um, at the five. But I don't know what happened to all the centers we used to have. The size, like I don't know, I don't know why foreign bigs just got way better than ours. Mainly because ours are drifting away from the goal. Yep. And um, skill set changed. Right, but we still – I mean, we've got a couple good guys. You obviously got AD who will play. Christian Woods should have got a call. Yeah. Um, he should have got a call for Jabil. Right. Is anybody hurt? I'm trying to think. Who's like – It's We don't – we don't have – we just don't have vibes. Like, that's that's just what it comes right. down to. Like Yeah, because we went through – yeah, because we and you, we went through this earlier, and we went through every team and thinking, like, nah, like, we just don't have centers. Bro, I'm, 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 I'm down to Clint Capella, and he's from Sweden. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like you know Christian what I'm saying? Thompson's from Canada. So he he's from count. Canada. He don't count. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's... But yeah. Like, we barely got Bam, but that's only because he don't want to play. He didn't want to play for Nigeria. He didn't want to play for them, which is crazy. Now, and then they trolled him after the game. You know what I'm saying? So I've been hearing stuff about Jared Allen. I ain't never seen him play a lick of basketball ever. Okay. Like, I've been trying to watch him. He barely gets in. And when he gets in, he be fouling. So, uh... Who we Good. who we gonna call DeAndre Jordan? Uh, Dwight Howard, hmm. right? Dwight is still he's still a top five American center. Yeah, he been yeah, playing with his old folk. When you put those stipulations on, yeah, absolutely, it's Dwight because terrible. I can't think of anybody else that's active. You know what I'm saying? Like a like an active American center that that is an NBA player. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's. It's unfortunate that, you know, that bigs are being eliminated in the American game, but bigs overseas are dominating, like from from Joker to Embiid to hell, Stephen Adams. He's he does. He plays mad defense and he's like killing, killing the glass every time your man's in uh, in, in Portland, uh, Nurkic, like he. He's serviceable, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. I think you will put a Nurkic before any other American center at this point. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, probably so. And Gobert, even though all he does is block, play defense. Sabonis, and Bede's not from America; he's from Africa. Like, 
You know what I mean? Like it's it's, right. it's tough. You know that's so. I don't know. Um, big boo, y'all got big boo. You sleep on you sleep on y'all, man. Listen, man, I, I rock with big boo, but we we gotta see a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? I, we we gave up a lot. Yeah, it's twenty and ten. All star, absolutely. You know, we gave up a lot to get him. Still missed the playoffs. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't hey man, when y'all get rid of Denzel Valentine, that's y'all be good. Oh my god, please don't mind me. I can't believe we signed him into to an extension when like whenever y'all did. When we did, when we did, like I was ready for him to go in seventeen. Like pack it up, please. Like he should have went out the door with guard packs, like both of them, but. Once again, I'm a I'm a coach and a GM from the couch and the conference of my home, uh, and I, I and I just tweet very angry at the Bulls from time to time. So, uh, <laughs> so. Say, you see what you see what we did with Norman Powell, qualifying yeah. off. Qual- yeah. What you better exercise that option? <laughs> we nah, we you straight. You can go look around. You can be unrestricted free agent. We don't. Go ahead. go ahead, Playboy. You got that. Go ahead. Right, you got that. You got that. Well, we're gonna be yeah. right here. <laughs> and even even the Hawks, they did that with uh John Collins today too. You saw that? They let yeah. him look. They he unrestricted free agent. Yes, yes. They oh, look. let me send the tweet stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we need that. Yeah, that's a fact. Shit, he would be a good fit in Phoenix. He would be a great fit in Phoenix, but he gonna Dang. he gonna he gonna want that bread. You know what I'm saying? You know what? He would fit even better in Portland, where he was supposed to be in the first place. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So to be determined, though, right? The uh, the NBA season it never does stop. It never stops. You know what I'm saying? Like we got Olympic basketball that we that we're getting into. Uh, coming up, uh, we got the draft is actually next week as well. The draft is next Thursday on the 29th. Thursday. So uh, and the Rockets they're trying to do their thing and try and get up to get to get the number one pick. To get. I believe they're trying to get Cade Cunningham, but I don't know. I'm not too. Cade too said the only team he's going to visit is Detroit, so it's over with for the Rockets get that number one pick. Ain't nothing they can do. Yeah, so yeah, K definitely did say he's only he's only visiting whatever team gets the number one pick. So I don't know. I'm not really sold on K. I'm not. I guess it's a motor thing, but I, I guess that's something we can discuss at post draft. So yeah. uh, basketball never stops. And then right after that, I believe uh, free agency starts Tuesday, August third. I believe that's whenever negotiation starts, and I believe guys can start yeah. signing on the fifth, which is that Thursday. So uh, basketball never does stop. And then of course the uh, trade carousel is going to keep turning. To be determined what happens with Dame or CJ or Ben Simmons and Bradley Bill or Russ, because I see some things about Russ getting traded to the Lakers. Mike um, Alex, Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Um, I see I saw something that said uh this is like it was Lakers news, but they said Dennis Shooter and Kyle Kuzma, they had some issues with each other this this season. So uh yeah, which is uh that's random. But uh, <laughs> and then uh, then even down in Dallas, Luca and Przingis, they don't get along. Uh, well, that's because Porzingis is Porzingis don't he's jealous of Luca. If we are being hundred percent honest, yeah, and that's a fact. And to be honest, who knows? Maybe something is going down in New Orleans there between uh Bi and uh Zoe or Bi and, and Zion. Who who knows? But both yeah. of them boys get thirty a game, and it's somebody should try and make that work. But yeah, it's a mess down there. Yes, but. Until next time, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this episode of the Perspective Podcast. This is the NBA Finals and Season Wrap-Up, uh, the 2020-2021 
uh, season wrap up the NBA champions, Milwaukee Bucks. Salute to the Bucks franchise, the city of Milwaukee, the state of Wisconsin, uh, for getting the job done. And so, until next time, y'all, make sure y'all share the episodes uh, with friends, family, whoever, wherever, whenever, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, you can find this podcast wherever you uh, stream. And so, until next time, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in. Until next time, peace.